0: and I, and that's how you get to be a professional and I love that about you and I love that about Chris go ahead sorry
1: yes my dad and it did not stop there uh, game days we'd have five six cheerleaders um, like spending the night at our house or like if we had a competition the next day we're waking up he's making homemade waffles with the eggs and the bacon making sure that we all have our breakfast hey everyone I'm Madison McMahon a professional cheerleader for the USFL and you're listening to the Patriot Sports Radio
2: Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. A sports podcast by regular dudes for regular dudes. We'll give you a break from all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. From high school to the pros, we're talking about it. Red-blooded American. Loud, wow. real, real, and, and raw. raw. Patriot Sports Radio. With your hosts, Eric, John, John. Chris and the coach.
3: Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio. My name is Eric. I am your host. Chris is over there. He's nodding. He looks confident. I think everything's working. Excellent. Pointing. We're good. John Shirley is out there in uh, Denver for now until he departs to France. John, how are you?
4: Pretty good. Feeling good.
3: Excellent. And we're doing something a little different today. We are joined by Madison McMillan, USFL cheerleader. Now, some of you might ask, what are you doing? Why do you have a cheerleader on this show where you usually talk to football players? And I would say, well, this is only episode 17, so you don't know us that well. We're going to be a well-rounded show that talks about sports in America and how those sports bring us together and a big part of sports and celebrating sport are cheerleaders so we've got the best one i know madison how are you
1: i'm great i'm really excited for this podcast today
3: good good we're looking forward to it we we want to do something a little different three of the four three of the four of us have daughters between eight and 18 um chris's daughter is a cheerleader
4: hey my sister used to be a cheerleading coach
3: see so, all kinds of connections.
4: Six degrees of, uh, you know, cheerleaders.
1: Where did your sister coach at?
4: So, my sister was a, a, a private school in Illinois. She coached for about five years. And then, uh, I think some of the high school private school girls wore on her pretty thin. And then, uh, she stuck to her day job. But, she was a, she was a cheerleader and uh, loved to coach for a while. But, you know... Sometimes 14-year-old girls can be a little bit much to kind of wrangle, kind of like getting cats to walk in a parade. So I think she's stuck to her day job. So how long have you been cheering, Madison? How
3: long have you been involved in dance team slash cheerleading?
1: I've been cheerleading since I have been four years old, so a total of 18 years. That's longer than I think I've done anything.
3: Yeah, I... I don't think I, think I smoked for 18 years. <laughs> That's not a good thing. I can't think of anything athletic that I've done for 18 years. So I read that tryouts were just, I don't know, a week ago, a week and a half ago. Walk us through that process of tryouts to...
1: So I went home two weekends ago. I don't live with my parents. I live by myself. And my dad was like, Madison, I saw um, on TV that the USFL is having cheer tryouts. And I was like, I don't know, I just feel like professional cheerleaders are more dancers, and I'm a cheerleader, and they're actually completely different. He was like, you should just go try it. Like, this would be something new. This is something fun. Um, He was like, it'd be really cool to say you were a pro um, cheerleader. So I talked to my best friend. Her name's Chloe. She cheers with me at West Alabama.
3: Shout out, Chloe.
1: <laughs> I love, love Chloe. She's the sweetest person ever. And she was like, well, my parents mentioned it to me too. So I was like, well, let's go to Birmingham next weekend and let's just try it out. And we walk in and try out, only two cheerleaders there. I'm talking like professional dancers. And we're just like, we are way in over our head. We do not need to be here. Then we decided to like stick it out. We were like, I mean, we might as well just go through with it. So we were there. They showed us the dance routine. Um, We performed it and they were like, we're going to let y'all know something the next day. And this was on a Saturday. This was Saturday the 2nd. So Sunday comes around. We don't get an email or like any information. And we were like, you know, maybe if this is something that we really want to do, we can work for it for next year. And then Monday morning, we got an email while we were at school saying that we had made it. And we were just like, what? Like, <laughs> there's no way. I mean, I mean, we're really excited about it. And it's going to be something that's different to us. But, I mean, we're willing to like put in the hard work and learn how to dance and not really here.
4: <laughs> so did being a cheerleader actually give you a leg up there? Um, I mean, I would imagine if there's 98 dancers and two cheerleaders you know, somebody in the room is probably thinking, well, we need some people who have almost professional experience. I mean, with 18 years, I would imagine that gave you a leg up.
1: Maybe it did. Um, I think that the same thing that they have in common is that cheerleaders, I mean, we're coached from the time we're small to have the confidence to get the crowd involved. And that's something that me and Chloe have done. I mean, we've competed for cheerleading. So I think that probably showed them like, you know, these are some girls that we can put on the field and like show that um, they're excited to be here and like to get the crowd involved.
3: How did you feel after your tryout after, you know, they show you a dance? I assume they just show you one time and then you have to do it. And all these other girls have experienced dancing. Did you walk out of there feeling pretty good about what you what you put down?
1: I actually did. They When they showed us the routine, they like gave us the eight counts. We ran through it about two times. And then they were like, okay, y'all can go in this room. And then um, we're going to call y'all in here in groups of three to perform it. And me and Chloe just looked at each other and we were like, we are seriously about to perform a dance routine <laughs> that we just learned like five minutes ago. And all these girls are just in the corner, like, dancing, like, getting their thoughts together. And me and Chloe were just standing there. We were like, okay, like, we're just fixing to, like, pull something out. Like, we've got this. And they caught us in the rooms. And we were split up. We weren't in the same group. Leaving the trial, I was like, I know I smiled the whole time. I showed confidence. I may not have been doing the right moves, but I look good doing it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's so. the key. So you've got all these... All these dancers, all these cheerleaders trying out. Is it a cutthroat world? Like, is there some underhanded stuff going on there? Because having a preteen daughter, I've come to learn that when women and girls don't like each other, they can really wage some psychological warfare.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, growing up in like the cheer and dance world... And, like, even, like, other girls' stuff as far as, like, pageants or anything. Like, you're going to find, like, those people that are willing to do anything to win, make sure they get on the squad. I judge trouts too, for, um, like, high schools around here or maybe, like, judge a cheer-, a cheer competition. I mean, you can always, like, tell and, like, point out, but... There's always just going to be something like that. I mean, this weekend, I didn't see any like, and last night was the first practice that we had. So if they were showing us a dance routine, like I'd ask a girl, everybody was being so nice and like friendly. And I was asking a lot of dance questions like, is this normal in dance? Or like, do do dancers usually do this? And everybody's been pretty helpful so far.
3: That's great. That's great. They could easily cold shoulder you and be like, no, I want your spot. But they're, they're being, they're sharing their information. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Or they could just be rude and be like, why, why did you even try out? Like, why, how did you make the team?
3: (laughs) What kind of, what kind of shady things do these girls do? Not here, but in the past. I'm very interested in this.
1: (laughs) There's going to be girls, you know, like if you ask like, hey, how's this move? And they're going to like show you the wrong move maybe. Or, you know, if you ask somebody like, hey, do I look good doing this like dance or like this motion? Oh my goodness. Yes. Like you look perfect doing it. Like you look so good. Like I'm so jealous. And then, <laughs> you go home and you show your mom and your mom's like, you look ridiculous. Like I don't know, <laughs> who told you that. Come on, like let's practice some more.
3: You talked about your dad was the one who pushed you. Um, has he been supportive through the whole thing? Like he's a cheer dad.
1: Oh, he is a complete cheer dad. Um, and my dad's my best friend and growing up through high school, He would, um, like after practices, like I would show him the routines and like, he'd be, he's my biggest critic. And actually my senior year, my dad had an idea for the end of our routine that we were competing with at Disney world. And my, um, I took the idea to my cheer coach and we actually ended up doing it and we actually got third in the nation. And I mean, that was my dad's like biggest moment. He was like,
3: (laughs) Oh, I can tell you as a dad. That was that was a Hall of Fame moment for him as a dad.
1: Yeah, no, he's he's so into everything. He's so competitive. So like my whole life has been, it's really been like me and my dad like having those after game like conversations. Like Madison, like did you see that girl in your squad? Like mess up and like you really need to work with her. Like I mean, he's so into it.
4: Side note: I have been to the Disney World National Champs for uh, cheerleading with my sister, and it is intense. What is that like now?
1: Um, I mean, it's the same. So intense. I mean, you get there and usual competitions leading up to Disney World, you're probably going to have anywhere from like three teams to like 50 teams. And then you get to Disney World and you're there with just thousands of cheerleaders. It can be like kind of intimidating, but for the most part, we've like all like grown up going to Disney World and being in cheer competitions um, it, we always have so much fun and just like getting to meet like squads from all over the nation. Yeah.
4: Did you get beat out by like some team from Florida or California? Is it, is it just from everywhere?
1: We actually got, the team that got second was from Alabama, but mm. the team who won, I'm not sure what state they were from. So it's pretty competitive down there. Yes, the team that got second, we always went like head to head with them, like for regional state. And like, it's just always like between us two, like one year, they'll win the state title and then the next year, like we would.
4: So when it comes to competitions like that, how much of it comes down to your coach and choreography? Because I mean, being in high school, uh, there's only so much you can contribute from like a performance standpoint in the moment. So I would imagine it really comes down to being really confident in who you have putting your routine together. Is that true? Or are there higher tosses you can do or things like that you can do to get an edge? Or is it really just choreography?
1: I mean, on your score sheet for a competition, you have, um, you have creativity, And that comes from your choreography. So your choreography, we always hired like a separate company to do our choreography. Wow. Um, If your choreography is like more creative, is it more like crowd involving? Did you show like how hard like your skills were that you could do, like your difficulty? Um, So if you got two teams with like the same difficulty, then it's just going to come down to which routine was more like interesting to watch, like which routine grabbed your attention more.
4: You guys ever get disqualified for illegal moves? Because I've recently found out that that's a thing. I didn't know you couldn't do backflips and stuff like that. There's certain things that you can't do anymore. No backflips?
1: You can do. It depends on what division you're in. So if you're in a non tumbling division, then like you're not allowed to backflip at all, or front flip, or spin, really. Like spinning from a stunt, you can't do that.
4: Torn too many ACLs. That's what happens there.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> oh,
3: yeah. We've got so how does that?
4: Injuries. How does that translate to USFL? I assume every uh, every team has a squad. Is that the case?
1: No. So we're just going to be um, general USFL cheerleaders. Okay. Nice.
4: And do they? Are there no holds barred on on what you guys can do? Or is it pretty open field? How, how are you liking the choreography so far with everything compared to what you've done in the past?
1: Yeah, I love the choreography. So for cheerleading you have to be like sharp with your motions, like hit every single motion. And dance is more like flowy, like flowing with your body, flowing with your arms, especially your head. That's a big, that's a big difference in dance. You know, cheer, you have like a, um, like a specific way that you need to look. And dance, I've learned the past week, like it's just wherever, like whatever you feel like doing. Um, And that's been a big adjustment. But I I love getting out there and dancing. I mean, I've danced for like talent shows and like pageants before, but never like on this level. But so far, I, I've been loving it. I enjoy it.
4: What's harder, um, pageants or tryout for cheerleading?
1: I would say tryouts for cheerleading. Really? I mean, pageants. Pageants is just a one-night thing, you know, you can get on stage and you're done. I mean, unless you make like top five. And then cheer, that's something that you've worked so hard for and that's something that is going to be, you know, relevant in your life for the next year until the next tryouts.
4: I will say I've had to do a dance tryout in my life and it was... Uh, so I played sports all through high school, (laughs) football, basketball, and baseball. And then I decided to do the musical and they were like, you got to do like a five minute dance routine. And it was, uh, I mean, I've never been more nervous. It was on, on par with like taking a game winning shot because it's something that you're not necessarily comfortable doing. Um, it's not something you typically do alone and yet you're with like three other people and then some really judgmental people are watching you. And usually there's a crowd of 30 to 40 behind you waiting for you to fail. So hats off to you. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about the the confidence for a minute. Um you said they coach confidence from the very beginning. And do you think that confidence keeps you calm because you're talking about these events or these competitions that are, you know, more stressful than pageants, but you're also talking about how much fun you're having there? Is it the the confidence in your ability or just the muscle memory of always holding your head high and being confident that the nerves don't get to you like Are you on stage essentially in a zone just doing the? You're not having real thoughts.
1: I mean, I guess. Yeah. So when I walk on stage, I feel like I tend to like blackout. I'm just like, you know, I know that like we've worked so hard to get here. I know with that, we've put in all this time and dedication for the past year, because usually whenever you make a team, you get your choreography for competition within like a month or two. So you work a whole entire year to make sure that when you get to that moment, like that you can be confident and also like confidence is something that will like just like come over you and like your presentation will just like stick out to the crowd. Like the crowd will be able to like look at us and be like, look at them. Like they know what they're doing. They've been doing this for a long time.
3: That's a good lead into I wanted to talk about high school. Um, it's a an awkward, stressful time for for kids. There, <clears throat> you know, they're between fourteen and eighteen. Do you think extracurriculars helped you socially, um, academically through throughout high school? We talked to a couple of high school coaches, and I wondered that as well. If there's a correlation between good grades and being involved in things,
1: I feel like it did help me um, with social interactions and everything. When you make a team in high school, typically you have you have to have a certain grade point average to stay on the team. And so that helps you as far as your studies go and like making sure that I'm studying for every test. And then you have those community events um, when you're on a team. So like going out to the community, um, a lot of community service and, you know, you're always out around people. You're always talking to crowd or like the little kids and stuff. Um, I definitely think that being involved in high school helped me so much, especially coming to college because um, coming and cheering in college, like meeting like all the students and meeting, I mean, just a bigger like fan base, like in general was just like a lot. But I mean, it helped me like once I went to classes, like, oh, like I've already met this student. Like they came up to me at a football game, Mm -hmm. stuff like that.
3: That's great. What kind of community stuff were you guys doing?
1: Um, We would do a lot of stuff as far as maybe like, um, helping host like a 5K run that our town was doing, um, maybe being at um, an event for like Little League, like if the Little League um, baseball team or something was having something, they would want us to like come, like perform at it. Um, just like small stuff like that, just really getting our like faces out into the community, so like they would like know like who we were. They would always know that like we'll show. Like show up at anything that they needed help with.
3: Has has that opened some other other doors for you in life? Meeting all these people and doing this networking and, you know, being involved in the community. What sort of opportunities has that brought you?
1: I'm gonna relate this back to college. So when I first got to college, I was so nervous because I'm moving somewhere where I don't know anybody. Um, I, you know, I have no connections, and then. After being on the cheer squad, that led me to wanting to get more involved because I saw like how many people I was meeting. So, of course, I rushed and I'm in a sorority and started meeting all these people. And I had one girl in my sorority that was like, I want you to run for SGA. And um, so I ran for SGA my freshman year, had no idea what I was doing. And now it's my senior year and I became SGA president. And it's because of all these connections I've made with, like, students, and like, faculty along the way. That's, like, helped me get to this point. Um, and SGA president has been the most rewarding thing I think that I've ever done. I enjoy every single minute of it, and I actually give up my um, officer title next week, and I'm really bummed about it.
3: <laughs> what are your responsibilities there as president?
1: So I run our weekly meetings at our school. Um, any student, faculty is allowed to come. Um, and basically just what a student body does they just bring us issues or problems that they would like for us to fix and then I would take those to our advisor and then our advisor takes those to our president council at our university and also another obligation is I work in the president's office for our um, president of our university and I'm his like assistant so me and him have a really good connection and a really good relationship too, where I can talk to him about anything that's like going on around campus or anything.
3: That's great. You're like an ambassador for cheer. Is there yeah. now, no, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, not even a novice. I don't know anything about cheerleading. Is there, I know there's a term head cheerleader. Um, You seem like you have a lot of leadership qualities. Do you see yourself as a, as a leader on this squad?
1: Oh, yeah, I'm actually the only senior cheerleader this year. Now, when I first got here, you know, I was the younger classman, so I really didn't get a lot of say, but this year, and we we also got a new coach last year. so it's really been me and the coach working together, me helping the coach of like how we usually do things. Usually, the girls come to me like if they have any questions about what are we wearing this day or can you help me with this routine? and um I'm actually cheer captain right now or the head cheerleader, so.
3: Not surprised. Are you going to coach after this? <laughs> Are you going to be a cheer coach?
1: That's my hopes and dreams. My major is physical education. So I'm hoping that once I move forward and graduate with college, that um, I can teach at a high school that will allow me to coach.
4: Nice. I'm kind of curious about what the the cheerleader role is for the USFL. I know with a lot of professional teams, uh, there's a lot of outreach, like you explained, um, And particularly with the USFL launching and such media push behind it, you know, is this something where you guys are also getting mic'd up? You guys are also going to be doing media stuff and then um, the outreach as well. I'm just kind of curious what the plan is for that, if there is one.
1: There um, is a plan for it right now. We actually have a meeting next week and um, I'm sure they're going to cover all that. This week has been kind of just like, Showing us the dances, practicing the dances. I do know on our first uh, game on the 16th next Saturday, we will have cheerleaders going out um, and taking pictures like with fans and stuff like that. And that'll start really early in the morning. And then as the season goes on, they'll give us like more information about like where we need to be in um, community events and stuff like that.
3: Are they encouraging you guys to? Tweet and et cetera promoted on social media. That's what some of the players have been saying. And that's how I find, found out USFL players existed was I saw your post and you were so excited about it. And I thought this is something we could we could talk about.
1: So we actually just got sent a PowerPoint today from the USFL talking about like branding ourselves and things like that. Um, But as far as, like, making, like, tweets and stuff, we haven't really talked about that yet. But the PowerPoint today did cover a lot of, like, what the USFL is about and, um, like, everything that they're wanting to do. That's why I told y'all they're very family-oriented because that was what the PowerPoint talked about. They're They're wanting a bigger fan base. They're wanting to, like, get their name out there.
4: Yeah, and I'm sure that's going to take yeah. off. I mean, I'm already definitely engaged. It's different than the NFL in the sense that it feels like uh, it's a little more relatable, and there's a lot more kind of grassroots stories, which I think is going to engage a lot of people's attention. And with it being a new league and and starting from ground zero with all the lessons they've learned, because you know there's been so many leagues that have you know folded because of COVID or something like that. I think there's a there's a real good chance for it to really blow up, and I'm really excited to see how it does. And it seems like whether it's cheerleading or the social media engagement, you know, it seems like they're putting a lot of the pieces in place for this to be successful. And it sounds like uh, you're somebody who's definitely on board with that. One thing I'm curious about too is now that you're a professional athlete, what is like the workout routine like that for a cheerleader? Obviously with with football, we're all pretty familiar with that. But for a cheerleader, what's what's kind of the exercise routine? Do they really put you through the paces? And, and I'm just curious about that.
1: Yeah, so our um, weight trainer for cheerleading is actually also the headway trainer for our football team here okay. at West Alabama. So he works with us on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and we kind of just do like a circuit training. Um, and then as the weeks progress, we'll like add weight, um, and we just keep adding more weight. And then Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays is kind of like making sure that we like hold ourselves accountable and our team accountable. And those will be the days um, we'll make sure we get our cardio in and we make sure we're stretching stretching's a huge part in cheerleading, and a lot of people don't realize how much stretching um, can, like, help you mentally and physically. We try to do yogas on Friday. Um, Yoga's always fun with our team, but um, working out for the circuit training on um, Tuesdays and Thursdays, and then really just making sure we get our cardio in. You know, they don't want us to, like, bulk up, but they want us to, like, like, they want us to be strong, but they don't want us to look strong. You know, they want us to look very feminine still. And so,
4: I mean, you still have to hold your hands up for a long time, and that's not easy. <laughs> not as easy as it looks. Have you found it to be harder than you expected? I mean, are they just kicking your butt in those circuit classes?
1: Um, not really. Since we start off progressively, like, we'll start off with no weight uh, and then we add weight um, as the weeks go on. But I guess. You know, like, growing up cheerleading, like, I've never not been a part of a workout routine, so it's just kind of, you know, something that, like, we just all, like, ease into.
4: And I, I'm not sure if you answered, are you guys getting mic'd up and doing some some media stuff as well?
1: We will be doing media stuff. I'm not sure as far as getting mic'd up right they
4: now. They got to get you guys mic'd up. That'd be great.
1: I think that'd be <laughs> <probably more. laughs> I you would should love push that. that. I
3: want... Yeah, I want to hear the cutthroat cheerleader drama.
4: I mean, it should be at its own show. It, it really should.
3: Absolutely if the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders was a show, this could be a show, easily.
1: Oh, They're the yeah. cheerleaders
3: for an entire league.
1: Especially if you mic up like Mayor Chloe, somebody that's never danced before, like our first time going out there next Saturday, like and dancing, I'm sure that would be that would have a lot of viewers because You gotta take always,
4: this to the producer. yeah i've got an idea
1: and then they need a mic up one of the other dancers i've actually been dancing for this long and like her reaction towards being clubby like what do y'all do? there we go i like (laughs)
4: it we we got a pseudo reality show in the works we've got reality show experience in the league i think we can make it happen
3: well i think chris uh cheer dad over there had a couple points he wanted to address no hey
0: madison how are you Hey, (laughs) all right. I got a couple things. One. So you cheer at West Alabama? Yes, I do. What, What year are you?
1: I'm a senior. So this is my last year cheerleading.
0: This is it, huh? Are you going to stay on as a grad assistant or?
1: I actually have not made that decision yet. I have the opportunity to, but I'm not sure if I just want to be a regular student for once and get to enjoy like game days and everything, especially since I'm wanting to go coach. um, This would kind of be my only football season to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I haven't made my decision yet, but I'm thinking about it.
0: So you guys run a lot of stunts at West Alabama? He's about to hit you with some terminology. Okay. (laughs) And do you guys compete? Do you do all-stars? Do you do anything? Did you ever do that?
1: Yeah, I competed in high school. Uh, right now, at West Alabama, we're not competing. We haven't competed in three years, um, but I did compete all throughout middle school and high school.
0: What was that like?
1: Um, it's really interesting. So going through the cheer world, there's you know the two major cheer companies, organizations. You have NCA and you have UCA. And NCA is going to be where most of your all-star gyms go. And UCA is more like game day. They're trying to, like, model more of the game day atmosphere. So that's when um, it gets a little tricky when you transition from one to the other one. Um, But I would say, um, you know, being involved in both of them, like, I get a different perspective, like, from each organization. Um, But I I loved cheering growing up and competing was my all-time favorite thing.
0: So it's to me it's not very surprising that you went to the usfl and crushed it right because from what i've noticed as a cheered dad but as a dad in general when you have a dad that's behind you and stays behind you and has that competitive spirit i have that competitive spirit and i don't i'm not the type of dad that's going to uh settle for less like like, i don't like give her fluff i don't patronize her i just tell her when you fucked up you up. And I, I just right. say it how it is. And, and I, but I've done that her whole life. It's not like I just woke up one day and did that. And so she just doesn't <laughs> fuck up, up because I told her not to. And because here's it lies her the problem to. with a lot of parents in my, a lot of parents don't tell their kids not to fuck up. They're yeah, just like, Oh, text you, my daughter you try, right now. Try again. Or <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Right. My dad has never been the type of dad that was like, you know, you deserve to win. No, like if I did not deserve to win, then my dad's going to be like, because look at how terrible you did. Like let's <laughs> go back and work on it. And then we can come back next year.
4: I think you need to shout out your dad. What's his name?
1: Uh, my dad's name is Chris. What's his name? Chris McMinn. All right.
4: That's off Chris, Chris. Break
1: down any Yes. He can break down any cheer routine you want him to. He can tell you what was wrong with it. He could, he could be a judge at a cheer competition.
4: I think you found your assistant coach when you get into cheerleading. I want to give a shout out to Chris McMinn. Hey, way
0: to raise a daughter. Dude, you I, did talk it. Talk about walking into the USFL with her best friend from West Western Alabama, cheerleading. Yeah. She's walking into a dance competition. She walks in there with professionals and shows out. That is that's what happens when you have a dad that doesn't patronize a daughter their whole life. That pushes them a little bit. Hey, every time a kids have so many limitations until a dad comes in and kicks the barrel out and says, There is no limitations. Keep going, kid. Keep going. And I love that about your dad. Shout out to
4: Chris. Absolutely. Look at he has now inspired Chris. He really, really hey. lit a fire under Chris today.
1: Y'all, he's gonna be so big headed
4: after this. <laughs>
0: I get fired up when we get not it doesn't when we get a young adult man or I woman. Knew we've had some work, great too. ones on. I, I get, knew this was. And a good I idea. get fired up because when you get to this level, you've had to work so hard. You're a USFL cheerleader. A lot of people are just gonna be like, oh, okay, but I understand the grind at five in the morning when nobody's looking for the last 18 years that not only you did, which is hard, but Dad did too. That's a lot of a lot alarm clocks going off when it's still dark. There's one person in that house or in this house that, that is not going to allow ever a day off. And that that's dad. Dad's like, mm, nope. come on, just keep going. Just keep going. Even the mom might be like, ah, oh, we could, she's got a headache. Mom, nah, Give her some ibuprofen. We're rolling. And I, and that's how you get to be a professional. And I love that about you. And I love that about Chris. Go ahead. Yes,
1: Sorry. My dad, and it did not stop there. Uh, game days, we'd have five, six cheerleaders, Um, like spending the night at our house, or like if we had a competition the next day. We're waking up. He's making homemade waffles with the eggs and the bacon, making sure that we all have our breakfast. He's making us lay out cheer uniforms the day before. He's cleaning everybody's cheer shoes. I mean, uniforms down to like socks. He's cleaning shoes? Oh, he cleans everybody's shoes. He cleaned me and Chloe's shoes last weekend before we went to Birmingham.
3: Oh, it's like a thing for him, huh? It's like a... That's a thing that he does
1: when he was doing it last week. He was like, This makes me so happy. Like I thought I was never gonna do this again since <laughs> it's my last year.
4: I think for Father's Day we need to have dad week.
1: Can we do that? Can we talk to your dad for Father's Day week? Oh my gosh, y'all. I'm sure he would love that, but
3: Hell <laughs> that would be yeah. awesome. We're all in on that. Chris is our Chris McMahon, you have an open invitation. We have before us an adult young lady exuding confidence and accomplishments. She's just moving on to the next level. And she has no doubt she's going to dominate this too. And that's from all those car rides, all those conversations in the car about, yes, you are good enough. You just need to do this.
0: Believe in yourself, et cetera. And here we are. And we're professional. Boom. College nailed it.
1: <laughs> now, my mom had a lot to do with it, too.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, we got to bring in the moms. <laughs> no <way. The> mom <laughs> all the time.
1: Yeah. God Don't bless. My mom the dads get stuck. Just, <laughs> my dad just understands. Like he knows that the best way to get to me is not going to be nice. I mean, he's going to tell me how it is and you know, my mom's going to sugarcoat it. Dad is not. He's not going to do that.
0: Hunter versus Gather. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: I love this. This is
3: this is why I wanted to do this. To talk about America and families and why it's important and sports and you're just all this stuff. You are Patriot Sports, Madison.
1: Thank you. I when I told when I told my parents that I was gonna be on this, uh my dad instantly just started looking it up, just doing some research and he was okay, like Okay, and what did he say? He was like, These look like some pretty cool dudes. Like he was like the way, like their standpoint on things, dad was like, I love it. He was like, I he was like, I'm so excited for this.
3: Chris McMinn's a fan of ours? Yes!
0: yes. <laughs> Nailed it. Well, all right. Um. Oh, one more thing. Let's get this. Let me get this out of the way for the girls. Where'd my little sheet of paper go? Western Alabama Let's check in his and. Notes.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, no, this isn't my notes. Peanut, peanut butter and jelly sandwich is what I call her. She wants to know high school and college level of stunts.
1: Level of stunts.
0: She she has one through five written. I don't know.
1: Okay. Is she she want me to like name the difficulty. Can of the you stunts, break down the love? difference between? Love. Okay, so do you have, like, a list, or you want me to start, like, going from the bottom, like, to the top?
3: We don't know what that means, Madison.
1: Okay, so one, the least difficult stunt is going to be your your elevator, and that's the stunt that's just, like, right here. And then after you hit the elevator extension, that's going to be your um, second difficulty stunt, and that's where it's, like, all the way up. And then after that, you would go to, uh, like, leg... Uh, body positions so that's going to be like your third difficulty if you can do like a lib you know so like where the flyer is on like one leg a lib or like a heel stretch scorpion needle stuff like that
4: These <laughs> sound like wrestling moves the scorpion the needle <laughs> i used to do
3: a wicked scorpion i probably can't do it anymore but i don't want to show off back in the day i could scorpion with the best of them though dude so that's so we're we're at level three
1: Level three was, yes, the one-leg stunts, body positions, yes. And then for your fourth um, difficulty, I would say, like, start spinning in stunts. As far as when you're going up, that's when, like, your flyer is going to, like, spin and do, like, 360. There's, those are going to be, like, full ups, full arounds, um, stunts like that.
3: So is that where the non-tumblers step in and say, okay, that's all the fun we're going to have? You can't do any of these spins or flips that we're about to talk about?
1: Well, it just depends. It's really weird how it works. So let's say we were doing a full down. And that's where like you cradle, but like you're going to spin coming down and like your bases are going to catch you. You can do that on a football field, but you can't do it like on a basketball court.
4: My sister found out the hard way that you can't. Shout out to Tish. She's had a lot of airplay on this podcast.
1: Is that, is that your sister's name? Yeah. Tish? That's yeah. my mom's. Name.
4: No way. So yeah. I watched my sister get twisted like what you just described. And the dude didn't catch her, and she fell fa- like just face down on hardwood floor. Limestone High School, circa 2000.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's illegal to do on the basketball floor. And you can actually, um, like your state department, whatever, like the athletic association is, they can actually ground groundbound you if you do stunts that are illegal.
4: Where they literally clip your wings, you can't you can't go in the air.
1: You cannot go in the air. They call it ground bound.
4: Is both feet
3: on the ground at all times? I assume.
1: Yes, and then your fifth level of difficulty is going to be um, like flipping up in the air, as far as like back tuck baskets, or maybe like rewinds, where like your flyer will like start off on the ground, and then y'all like toss her up, and she'll do a backflip, and you catch her feet. And then of course, if you want to go higher than that, you can add the spans with the flips and it just keeps like progressive from each other, but you have to start at the bottom in order to work your way from the top.
0: So you've done, so you're a level five, I assume you can, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you work your butt off, you make it to Western Alabama with your friend, Chloe, shout out to Chloe. We love you. And <laughs> you try out for the USFL, like how you kind of explained it earlier But are you just now a fish out of water Or does it correlate Because I know here in Hartford and uh, There's a dance team that Eric t- told you about And then there's a cheer team And they're separate, they're not the same They're different girls The dance team will dance uh, sometimes at the halftime show Have Did you dance, number one Or are you just coming in here like We're just going to figure this out We're going to put the wings on this plane As we're hit- headed to the ground here Let's go, Chloe
1: so, um, so me and Chloe were actually thinking the same thing you, I mean, you're thinking we were like, what are we walking ourselves into? Like, what are we doing? Um, then after learning the dance, like, you know, there's a lot of similarities, but, um, the differences, like. There's some, like, small differences that, like, a lot of people wouldn't notice as far as, like, showing spirit. Cheerleaders show spirit a lot different than, like, dancers show spirit. And, I mean, it's similar, but it's not, like, exactly alike. So there's things that we're used to doing that the dancers have, like, never done before, and it's, like, vice versa. Also, like, cheering on the sidelines. Like, we're not going to be cheering on the sidelines next weekend. We're going to be dancing. And uh, that's something different, too, because cheerleaders, the head cheerleader – cheer captain calls a cheer and everybody does it. And this is going to be, um, the stadium's going to play music and we just have to jump in and start dancing with the rest of our team. So it's going to be a a big difference, but I think it's something that me and Chloe are really looking forward to. And, um, you know, just to be able to say that we're dancers now, that's kind of weird. I mean, we're pro cheerleaders, but it's mostly dancing. So
0: So for all the kids that for the young cheerleaders that are going to listen to this, what would you say is, three things that have helped you out the most as far as, um, practice and dedication.
1: One thing is never be content where you're at. So growing up, making the middle school cheer team that I wasn't after, as soon as I made the middle school cheer team, I was like, okay, I got to start preparing for high school tryouts. And then high school going out they're all out, going throughout high school, I was preparing for college trials. I mean, starts early in like sixth or seventh grade. I'm going to those private lessons. I'm making sure that I'm tumbling every weekend. I'm stunning every weekend and just preparing myself. Um, I feel like you shouldn't be content where you are. And I feel like you can't just up and say, hey, I want to try out for a college tier and I get older. It's something that you definitely need to work towards. Um, I'll have people ask me all the time, We give my daughter like private lessons. Um, She's trying out for a middle school team and I get them prepared to try for the middle school team and then I don't hear from them. And then I'll hear from them the next year. And I'm like, the biggest thing you need to be doing is making sure you're not just doing this once a year just to get ready for trials because there's going to be a time when, Um, there's a trial there and there's going to be all these girls that have been working like nonstop the past year and your daughter has only worked for a month. Like she's not going to make it. And you have to be honest with them because you don't want them thinking, oh, my daughter didn't make it because, you know, Madison didn't do good enough at private lessons. Well, it's like, no, you, I mean, you can't expect your daughter to make a team and she's been practicing for a month. Um, And then I would say the second thing is don't compare yourself to any of the other cheerleaders It's so hard, you know, walking into a cheer competition gym or even like me this weekend at Trouts, not to be like, oh, my goodness, like look at her. She's such a good dancer. Look at that skill that she has, Um, because that is a skill that you can always accomplish um, with just hard work and like dedication. And it's um, I would say the last thing would be putting in the hard work that's like off, like behind the scenes. Um, That's practicing on the weekends, maybe going to the football field and throwing some tumbling passes, maybe asking some friends if they want to stunt. Um, When you put in that extra time to work towards something, that's when you're going to get most of your work accomplished.
3: Is Chloe right by your side this whole time doing all these things, you know, grinding? Because how cool is it that you both made it?
1: Yeah. So funny story. Chloe is a freshman and I just met her. Last year for our college cheer trials, but I like, mean her, we're like twin flames. like we just clicked as soon as I met Chloe, it's, it's so funny to everybody because I'm a senior and she's a freshman, but we my just, impression
3: like, we, was you'd been friends for years. the way you talk about I, her, yeah, yeah,
1: I mean, she's probably one of the closest friends that I, I mean I've had, especially by being here. I mean, we have like other like best friends, but um as far as like me and her, like we're just twin flames. like everything we do is the exact same. Our parents, Ended up meeting each other and becoming best friends. We do everything exactly the same.
3: Did you all drive down there together? Make a whole road trip of it?
1: We did. We actually went and stayed with my parents. My parents live in Tuscaloosa. So we went to go stay with my parents, and that, that's like half the drive. And then last Saturday morning, we woke up early, and we drove to Birmingham.
3: That's awesome. That's a fun girls' trip. And then you get down there and knock it out of the park.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: For me, cheerleading, how I've always kind of thought about it in my head is that you girls are all the um, kind of the ambassadors to the athletic department, the the welcoming committee. That's a good term. The, we're the Hartford Orioles. That's what my daughter is, right? So I'm pretty. Um, you are pretty on, hard on peanut. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm pretty hard on peanut, though. About if you're going to be an ambassador. It's not just all smiles and makeups. Like you need to be in honors classes and those need to all be A's. Lead by example. So that when you shake somebody's hand or you give them a hug and say, welcome to the football field, you'd put in the work in all aspects of life. How was your dad about that?
1: Um, My dad was always big on, and my mom too, um, especially with like social media. Like you're not Mm -hmm. just posting on social media. Like you represent a school, you represent a team. You're um, representing an organization, and you can't let um, you know that certain image like affect all these things that you're a part of. So that that was something that both of my parents always harped on. Like Madison, take that down right now. You don't need to be posting that. Um, and that was that's <laughs> been like the rule. Like, <laughs> that's been the rule like all the <laughs> way through life. Dude. Like especially TikTok. I get in so much trouble with my parents with TikTok. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What what did Chase said he what, what did Chase say he is He's like Twitter's like inspirational YouTube's lifestyle, and he said Tick, TikTok. I'm just, just toxic. Toxic.
1: Yeah, you go and watch his TikToks You could tell.
0: <laughs> Madison, you are an impressive young lady. And I have absolutely enjoyed this last hour. I'm going to give this back over to Eric and let him do the, do the rest. Thank you for, uh, thanks for hanging out and talking to us. We will have you back.
1: I appreciate y'all for letting me come and I've had a lot of fun talking to y'all.
0: Good. We're glad that's the goal. We want everybody to have
3: fun and want to come back. We didn't know what to expect. Uh, We were excited to talk to you, but we didn't know what to expect. We don't know shit about cheerleading, but, uh, you've been a great, tutor. I've learned some, uh, some terminology. I know what the differences are differences are between the five levels of stunts. I don't know what a scorpion is, but I can say it and sound smart. So we're good. (laughs) Um, I found you on Twitter. I assume you're on Instagram and TikTok and all the things. Do you want to give out your socials and let the people know where they can find the amazing Madison McMinn?
1: Yeah. So my social is going to be the same on every single social media platform. It's just Madison McMahon. So Y'all can find me like that.
3: Excellent. All right. Well, you go uh, rest, stretch, do whatever it is you ladies do to go dominate. And uh, we'll talk to you again sometime. Thank you, Madison. Thank you, people, for listening. All right. I got to go to bed. Chris, kick that outro music.